Welcome to Freedom Forgers. This is Tark Bajato. This is Pete Ambrosina. And today we're going to talk about who are the Freedom Forgers, right, Pete? Yes, sir. We're going to find out what makes us tick and why we're here. Yeah, who, who is the man or the woman which really thinks, I'm going to forge my freedom. We already talked about the freedom. It is also a right. It is something we earn, we, we deserve, actually, as human beings. But it is also something which goes beyond, and it really becomes something you build on your own, you forge, you care about, you protect, you defend. That's Second Amendment. I'm looking at you, and yeah. <laughs> that's that's really what we're gonna talk about. But so the name of the podcast itself it's Freedom Forgers. So we are really talking about not one but several people. So who are these guys? Now, Pete, I I'd just like to ask you right here off the shelf. Uh, what and actually who are the freedom forgers for you you know for me it is the it's like-minded people that um may have different opinions about their views and feelings around freedom um and want to share how they feel what they feel and why they feel it because it, it's important you know like we were talking about before before we got on today um, everybody's wondering what they need to do and they want to know what to do about protecting their freedom. Like you say, we have to protect it, right? So we're interested in talking to people with their views and hearing how they're protecting it, how they hold it, how they, what they feel about it and, and ask them to share with, share their feelings and thoughts with us on this podcast. Yeah. People which have the courage to share what they think. And that's the that's the key word right there. That's Courage. The key. Courage. Oh, yeah, that's the key. Yeah, a lot of people um, I think are too fearful of saying what they think. That's also because of some things which have happened lately in society, in which if you were to express your feelings, your thoughts, yep. you'd be called uh well, many names. Leftist, oh, rightist, so extremist, traitor. Oh, kind of yeah, yeah you're, you're gonna be an ist. And, and I don't want to be an ist. I'm just a, <laughs> you know, it's it, just it, me. It, it's just me. <laughs> it's like, um, but uh, yeah, you're right. It's, it's uh, uh, the, there are things that, you, you know, unfortunately we live in a world right now where we have to be careful what we say and how we say it. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it actually right. always has been in history two times, but in the last 50, 70, 70 years, we've done a pretty good job until very recent times in which we're going back. We're going back to medieval times, like with feuds in which you have a lord and the noble families, which really can do whatever they want. And then you have right. the common men and common women, which they can, they have to struggle. They have to uh, really be careful about what they say. And uh, yeah, so I, I think you got the point, Pete. You got the point that first of all, freedom forgers, it's going to be people which really speak their mind, really speak their hearts, and they say what they think. Um, yeah. They do what they say. That's also well, another you, important thing. You know what? We, we didn't talk about this, but one of the things that's been on my mind, and I, I brought it up, at a, I was at a meeting the other night, last night, and we were talking about you know having different points of view. And mm -hmm. with, with all the podcasts and all the things that are going on, you know, why is it now not accepted that let's just say that you you and I are, are talking about a topic and we disagree, like we're polar opposites on this topic. 
why is it now that I have to not like you? Why do I have to feel that I need to label you an ist or something, right? It's like, no, it's just, this is the way you think. And that's, and that's okay. And then to me, that's okay. It's, it's, I, I, I now understand your perspective and I accept you for that. That's, that's one of the things that that's what takes the courage to be okay with and to have a different um, level of understanding of other people. Because the first thing we have to do is seek to understand, in my opinion. Always. But it's very hard to do. You see, P, we know that it's hard to do because a lot of people, because of the way they've been raised, because of what the school system taught them, so on and so on, sure. they identify themselves with their thoughts. So their thoughts is their ego. So when you challenge what they think, they're not going to yeah. be like, hey, this is just a part of me. I have a lot of shades, a lot of different views and, and ideas. So if you're saying that I think it's not what you think, it's just one divergence point. It's one point of dissonance, but uh, you're not challenging my person. But that's actually right. what a lot of people do. They take it personally. They say, oh, wait, I'm vegan. You eat meat. Yeah, what do you, you, what's wrong with you? Yeah, right, right. you're a killer. Uh, you you oh, dangerous yeah. man. Yeah. Now and and oh. these words are coming out from someone who doesn't eat meat. I'm I'm saying here right here right now, as yeah. at this moment. But I'm not eating meat because ah, whoever eats meat, it's bad. I'm not vegan, by the way. But uh, or whatever. I'm not. I'm not something. Okay, that's the point. I'm a man and I You're do stuff. I'm a veganist. <laughs> You're a veganist. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> I would. I can never be. I love tuna. But anyway. Uh, I know. So that's the point. But I see a lot of people coming out and saying, hey. Uh, I found a new religion. It's called veganism, and this yeah. is the way, bro. It's like it's like the Mandalorian. This is the way. There is no yeah. other way. <laughs> to me, and I know you. I know you. You. I think. I think you feel the same way. To correct me if I'm wrong, but to me, it's exciting to hear about other people's experience. Like, for example, if I started asking you, "All right, man, when you got rid of meat out of your diet, what changed for you? What was the experience like?" You know. To me, it's like, okay, learning, and maybe maybe you're onto something there. Maybe you feel good. Maybe your body's detoxing from something and you got more energy for whatever reason. Well, you know what? That might be kind of cool to check out for 10 days and see how I like it, right? Right, we can have a not, conversation. Not just shut it down and say, man, no, you plant eater, you, you ist, you know? It's like, sh shut up. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. But that happens a lot. That happens a lot. It does. That really gets us to the second point. Uh, you know, when we, when we talk about freedom forgers, we really are talking about something specific, uh, yeah. that people we're going to interview. I mean, we promise we're going to bring a lot of people to this podcast, a lot of interviews, many of them, they're ready. They're, you're really waiting for us to call them and interview them when, so who, who are going to be these people? So we said, it's going to be people with, I'd say an open mind. I think that would sum it up. Well, open, sum it open up mind. Directly, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So open mind open will do it. And I'll add something, Pete. I'll say that these people are men and women with values in life, just like us. And yeah. they do what, what, what they are. They are extraordinary people. They do extraordinary yeah. stuff out of the ordinary, you know? Uh, tell, me, tell me what you mean about extraordinary. Like, what's extraordinary to you, Tor? Now, that's a good question. Now, on a semantic level, uh, I'd say the extraordinary really means out of the ordinary. So if I were to throw poop on the walls, 
That'd be yeah. extraordinary. Be I extraordinary. hope. I mean, a lot of people wouldn't do that. Uh, but no, that, that wouldn't be the meaning I'd give to the word. Now, getting serious for a moment, for me, extraordinary, it's a very powerful word with which I express that someone is doing something really out of space. They're doing something which, when I look at it, when I, when I hear those words, when I look at what they do, I right. feel inspired. I say, hey, this sure. is what this is what human peak look like looks like uh, on a not, psychological level or a physical level. The crowd, right? They're not, they're not following. following the crowd. They're no. they're not following. They're leading the crowd. Right. They are inspiring people. They are saying this is the apex. This is peak human excellence. That's why that's, I love that's the what I feel. forging because forging is creating and protecting and designing and, and bringing to life and, and, you know, making something new, right? There's, there's always new perspectives around freedom. There's new perspectives around you know, everything in life and the people that we hang around. Um, that's, that's to me is what makes it exciting. I, I want the other perspectives. I want to know what, what freedom means to somebody and how they, uh, how they live, you know, they might live a little bit differently. And, and, you know, ultimately it's, it's something that can't be taken away because we don't let it. You can be, you and I can be incarcerated and still have freedom and believe that we are free where we are. And there's, there's things that cannot in, that cannot be taken away. And that's, what's exciting about hearing the perspectives and the extraordinary people and what they're doing that is different from most, or they're doing things that most of us want to do and want to do more of, right? That's what I, my, my, my thoughts on, on doing this podcast, it's saying things that people, most people are busting at the seams to get out right now. They're just, they're just dying for a, for a way to just kind of let out their thoughts and let out the way that they're feeling right now and, and, uh, and sharing that with others so that they get the same good feeling as well. Yeah. And the thing you said, it's very deep. It reminds me of Nelson Mandela when uh, he was incarcerated. You say you can Absolutely. be incarcerated, but you can still be free wherever you are, right where you are, right where you stand. You can be yep. behind jail bars, but you can still be a free man at heart. While we yep. have men and women, young men and women today, which are free, we, we could say they're free. They drive a car around. They don't have anyone following them because they can go wherever they want. Uh, they can buy whatever they want, but they're not free at heart. They feel in jail, but the bars, the jail, that cold jail is within themselves and they don't know how to get out, but nope. they have the key. That's the point. But uh, the thing you said about it, hearing about the other perspectives, I love that. I love about hearing all their stories. Because what happens with some media, uh, well, a big chunk of the media, it's that they hammer your head every day with the same story, the same narrative, the same ideas. It's yep. like, just like blue, blue, blue. There is no green, no red, no yellow. So the rainbow of life really becomes dark, gray, and white and black. And you have no choice but whatever the color they're selling you today. So it's like you go to a restaurant, the menu is always the same. It gets boring and repetitive. And, and it just kills you. I mean, we are creating human beings. We're made to explore. We're made to know different things. And so, yeah, that's, that's the thing, Pete. That's I where really the extraordinary comes from, right? Because it, yeah. it, it, 
extraordinary. Maybe maybe people haven't heard of this this way to think or this perspective or or this action that is being taken to um, to inspire to uh, create even more freedom to create, you know, and it can be, and you know, there's the freedom is on so many different levels. We've talked about a bunch of different ones, but there's so many, uh, there's so many different topics around that. And that's what makes it such a, uh, a relevant thing that, uh, I believe we're going to have a major impact on, on, uh, uh, our listeners with who we bring to the table. Yeah, I really do think so. And the people we're going to interview, it's going to be amazing. I'm going to bring some great people, people we've met, people we've come across, people with great stories, because I think that when we are children, we know I, I've, I've been speaking with this, uh, let me call him spiritual leader. Okay, so I know it's a strong sentence, but that's yeah. what I would call him. And he said that we've been taught lately that right or wrong doesn't exist. It's all based on perspective. It depends. And he said, hold on a minute. It, it doesn't work that way. When you're a kid, you know, deep in your heart, what's wrong and what's right. When you see a kid in your block pushing another kid into the mud, you know, it's wrong. You feel it. You don't have, you don't need an adult to look at you and say, look at me, kiddo, whatever they're doing, it's wrong. You feel it in right. your heart. And when you say someone petting a dog or helping out somebody else, you feel it in your heart that it's good. So what he said is that right or wrong really exists and it's within us. What we got to do is just listen to ourselves. And when you meet people like this, your the vision, your vision of the world changes and you start to say things which, um, you know, it really becomes different. It's like the example of magic colors. You really are adding a color to your palette. You really are, uh, broadening your vision and that happens i think only when you speak with other people you uh, challenge your ideas too because you may say no hold on it's it all it all it's subjective right or well, wrong well, doesn't exist but take take this back to you you were talking about like the media and the, and the narrative and what it's mm -hmm. it's repetitive you know yeah it's 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 kind of like they they don't call it tv programming for a reason right <laughs> well that's <laughs> right <laughs> Because if I, if I identify it's, it's, a, it's like buying a new, buying a new truck. If I, if I just went out and bought a, uh, you know, a new, you know, I'm a fan of Toyotas, for example. Right. So if I went out and bought a brand new one, right. I'm all of a sudden now my attention is on every single Toyota that I'm going to see on the thing, or if I buy an F F-150 or whatever that is, it's, it's preparing your brain to notice everything around that. And that's where I think the extraordinary people aren't falling into that pattern. They see things for what they are and they make their own decisions around that. And that's what's more, that, that I think is the most powerful piece. It, it is. One, if you have an open mind, uh, um, you're going to see things, you're going to criticize things before making your decision. But the example you've made with the commercials, I think it's a very powerful one. If you see Coca-Cola every day on TV, Coca-Cola, buy Coca-Cola, drink Coca-Cola, open happiness. I mean, Coca-Cola, the taste may be good. We could agree on that. We could not. Uh, but what's inside Coca-Cola? We all agree that it's killing. Okay. It's killing us while we drink it. But it's also nice. We have uh, Santa Claus. We have open happiness and whatever. But 
even if you don't know what the hell is Coca-Cola, when you go to supermarket, you go there and you see Coca-Cola, at least you're going to notice it. And maybe you're going to buy it. Maybe you're going to taste it. You're not going to wonder, hey, what's inside it? But if you're not exposed to such commercials, when you see Coca-Cola, where first thing you're going to look at darkish water, you're going to say, hey, what's that? What, what the hell is in there? You're going to turn around. You're going to read ingredients. Right. Right. You're going to be like, hold on. You're going to, they're selling me dishwasher uh, fluid for me to drink. Nah. I'll well, definitely that, that, man. When, it, when it's in a when it's in a tanker car on a on a rail car on a train, the and it's in its, and it's in its syrup form, it's like considered hazardous waste until it's mixed diluted. For God's sakes, right? But you know, it, the the funny thing is, what you were talking about commercials. It, it reminded me the other night I was watching um, our hockey team lose the Stanley Cup, and and the funny thing happened was. You know, whatever uh, this pizza commercial came on at the absolute right time during the 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 uh, the game, and and I'm looking at the pepperoni with the incredible <laughs> stuff, right? And I'm like, okay. So my skill set is okay. You know what? I gotta I gotta walk away from the TV, go get a water, squirt some lemon in it, and I'm good, right? So, but that's that's the skill set is to, you know is what to, to do. actually you gotta know what to do, right? You got to know how to how to how to redirect and say, wait a minute, my mouth is slobbering for some reason because I'm watching pizza, so I need to go get a drink. <laughs> let me go get go, let me go get a water, which is much more healthier. Right, you know what to do. Bring a pizza. It, it can right. happen that you look at a commercial and you say, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna choose. I'm 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 aware that I'm gonna choose to buy this pizza. It can happen. I mean, remember watching ones. So yeah, it's over awareness. It is, man. It's like it's like we need to be aware of what's really going on and what other people what other people feel about their their freedom and and their um, uh, you know th thought process, right? I mean, it's it, uh, it all actions begin with thoughts, right? So if yeah, I can influence yeah. your thoughts, I'm certainly going to influence your actions. It is, and by influencing your action, the results in your life, everything is going to come down to where you're going to live every day. And a lot of people, when you said about a skill set, that's very important because people say, hold on, once I know something, I'm just going to use my power of will, my determination. By your power of will, your willpower, your determination, it's actually a very tiny fraction of the power you have as a human being. So it's like if a loyal husband of a lovely wife goes out to a nightclub with his friends and says, uh, nothing is going to happen. I have a strong willpower. So even if I make a stripper, it's going to dance on me. Nothing is going to happen. No, <laughs> no, you're, you're in for a lot of trouble, at least. So it doesn't work that way. Your willpower, it's, we are very volatile. You know, we change our minds very quickly. And if yeah. something happens, your emotions fly all over the time. So... Yeah. I think well, see, there, 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 there's the there's the other secret sauce right there. When emotion gets involved with your thoughts, now that's that makes it even more intense, right? Yeah. So with when the thoughts then comes the emotion, the emotion creates the action, and then and that's where that's where some of us get in trouble. And and then and then like you said, the human factor kicks in. Oh man, do I go? Do I go just for a slice of pizza or three right yeah. now? Right. So you're right. You're hundred percent right. Yeah. Once you start, it's going to be a slice, maybe two, maybe three. Then it's going to be a full pizza, medium or large with cheese crust. And <laughs> it's going to, you know, it's going to explode, but that's how it goes. You know, start small. And 
about the thing I was saying about children, that's the other thing that came into my mind. Uh, mm. But I think I was saying before, it's that a thing I love about stories, you were talking about stories. Yes. What I love is that when we were children, how did we learn? We learned by watching people. We learned right. by stories. How, how our parents taught us a lot of the values we live in today by stories. The story of the, sh the knight in shiny armor putting himself into harm's way to save the princess. Taught values, it taught yeah. feelings, emotions, what love could look like. What, they're teaching yeah, courage. They're teaching courage. valor. They're teaching you self-sacrifice, love. They're teaching you that there is good and evil, that sometimes you need to do things which are hard in order to get where you want, to the tower with the princess. And, and you know, it, it can be the other way around. But point is, they're teaching you something, two stories. They're not sitting down with you saying, hey, Jimmy, you're four years old. You're old enough to listen to me while I lecture you on courage and bravery for five hours straight. No. Yeah. You're gonna, not going to happen. Well, actually, Pete, that, that's what happens at school. It does. <laughs> we're going to strap you to a desk and you're going to listen for five hours straight. And right. About Napoleon or whatever. But oh um, so, yeah, it always gets me, you know, Napoleon's story. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> uh, so I think that as adults, we still have that power even more. So when we read a book about what you should do, its power in your life can be like 10, 20, 30, 40. But when you hear stories about real life people actually doing that stuff and you hear about the story, what they've done, its power is like a hundred million. It's yep. way more powerful because you're hearing someone saying, so when I, when I did a mistake, okay, I messed up. You're going to be like, oh, wait, so I'm not alone. Yeah. I'm not the only one. Because if you open up Instagram, okay, now social media, it's another, another topic. But you look at Instagram, it's like, hold on, everyone is having a perfect life. Uh, nobody makes mistakes. But yeah. that's not the truth. It's not true. It's not real. It's, it, you know, it, it's the same thing. You talk about, you talk about the relationship of stories. Um, they, they are so powerful because instead of uh, instead of telling somebody that hey if you touch the stove it's going to be hot and you're going to get burnt you tell the story about the time that you stuck your face in the oven and it was really hot and it burned my eyelashes off and it really was horrible right it sucked and and that is now now you you're taking that teaching and relating to yourself it's not intrusive now i'm telling you a story about why the heat hurt me and why I have that experience and the, 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 the ability for that to land for someone else to maybe change their awareness about something is even more impactful. It's, I like how you said, it's not intrusive and I'm not telling you what to do. You know, it's, it's all not about freedom. I'm not yeah. telling you what to do. I may tell you what to do if right. you ask me and I'm competent enough, I know what I'm saying, but again, when I'm sharing a story, I'm not saying, hey, like you said, don't touch the stove. I'm going right. to say what I've done. I'm going to share my experience. I'm going to say, this is what I've done. This is yep. what I learned. This is what I'm going to do. And maybe yep. you can take something from it. That yep. really helps. It's very powerful. It really goes through. It really touches the hearts of people. And I think it's going to be a great time interviewing those people. Oh, my God, man. Getting out their story to all of our listeners. I, I really think and I really hope 
it's going to inspire them. I, I really hope it's going to help people out. And the takeaway, the takeaway for everybody is going to be completely different because of the way that they see the world, the way that their ex past experiences have, have affected their life, right? And that's, that's the goal. Is to, is the, the only goal is to say, hey, give you more tools to make better decisions, give you more tools to be open for things without getting the emotion in the way. And then when the emotion gets in the way, we get limited. Yep. Well, you know what? There is a thing I, I would say regard. Uh, if I would give an advice to, yeah. to, that's an advice I usually give to people when I talk about this topic. And I say, don't look for teachings. Be in the lookout for stories. Yes. A lot of people look for teachings. Like, okay, if I learn this, this is going to change my life. Like I'm some kind of uh, unable thing, which things happen to me, but I'm not the actor. Uh, yep. I'm just receiving, but I'm not acting. Well, if you look for stories, you're not looking for someone to tell you what to do, which again, it, you need it in your life, but it's, it's another thing. What I'm saying is that if you look for stories, which can inspire you, you're going to take your own teachings from it. Because like That's you right. said, your own experience, it's going to change your takings, your, your takeaways, whatever you're going to learn from it. Because yep. every one of us has a different experience of life. And in my opinion, Pete, learning, it's not a straightforward number. It's an equation made up of two different numbers. One is the story and one is my story. So your, your story and what I lived, if we merge those two together, this is what I'm going to learn. I'm going to be like, oh, so you stuff your head in the stove, you're going to burn. I put <laughs> right. my hand. I know what it feels like, but hey, no, maybe I'm not going to put my head too. See, and the other thing too is, you know, with, I'll take, I'll take my wife and I, as an example, she, my wife can remember the meal we had, uh, 15 years ago, sitting on the balcony of our condo when I might've made something that she loved. And I'm like, I don't know, you know, I no way I'm going to, right. But when you when you now switch it and, and there's other people around and they remember the funny thing that happened at the ball game when, you know, so and so threw the coke, you know, the coke and it splashed over everybody. The story and the feeling was everybody remembers it. Whereas the little details and, uh, and also the, the impact of that story. You know, if it was if it was impactful, if it was funny, if it was something that nobody ever forgot. I mean, we have stories of of the funniest things that happened to us on airplanes, the funniest things that happened to us on a beach, you know, and, and you never forget them. And that's why they're so impactful is because if you can remember a story that somebody told you, and then it has a, a lesson in it or some type of learning in it, that's where the, that's where the power of, of the story comes from. And that's where, that's where our goal is getting those stories out uh, from these extraordinary people around freedom. Yeah, I like it. Yep. Yeah, uh, I like it. We're gonna, we're gonna interview extraordinary people on their story. This is, this is what Freedom Forgers is about. It's about getting out those stories. I think what you said, Pete, really fits perfectly. And everybody remembers a good story. Lectures, details, data, technical information. It's perfectly helpful, fine. Sure. And we need that. But we don't only 
in that. We need something else. We need stories. We are social beings. We remember yeah. stories because like you said, we relate to them. When we hear something funny, we remember when we had a good laugh. Uh, we attach those emotions and it helps us it helps us remember like even on a neurological level we know that emotions create a stronger bond between our our uh, our brain cells so sure. if we use this, those emotions we're just going to remember better just works but if we and try to stuff things in our head um without really understanding what we're going through or there is no story yeah. uh, that doesn't work out doesn't work out. And, you know, the other piece about it in, in that, that I feel strongly about is, you know, it's great to have those stories in the, of the past, but now it's, it's like, what's possible? What story are we getting to write right now? And the, the term getting to not having to, or, you know, what's happening right now to us. No, it's about what do we get to do? How do we get to design the story right now in this moment in history. A that... good writer always is and has been a good reader. So the more stories we know, the more stories we hear, the more we're going to be able to tell our own story. And the thing you're saying just brought up to my mind something big. And I was thinking about what you said about writing our story today. Yeah. I mean, we can all agree that whatever is going on right now is huge. It's going to be in history books, whatever is going oh, on. It's it's the coolest time in history to be alive right now, yeah. in my opinion. But cool. what are you going to tell? What are you going to write down? They're going to write down whatever they want. Yeah. Victors write down history. But we can write our own. We can yeah. say, hey, this really happened. Because 20 years from now, 50 years from now, people may gonna be listening to this podcast and, and episodes and say, oh, wait, so this happened? I didn't know that. I was reading the books, my kids, uh, they, they were reading this in the books at school and they read something different. Yeah. So what's the serious story? It's, well, it's you know, fun. and here's the other thing you, you and I were talking about a news, a, a news story that just came out the other day and I didn't really dig too much into it. I kind of learned what it was on the surface and then kicked it to the side. You came to the, you came to our, our meeting before the show and, and said, no, it means this, it means this, and the ripple effect that's going on. That. So having another perspective of what one story can be about is so powerful and open up our minds to what's possible and what, what maybe deeper meanings can be. And that's the intent. It's, the, it's to empower, to, to learn, to grow, because that other inherent, inherent human need is growth. If we, we can never stop growing, we should never stop learning. Learning doesn't stop when we get out of high school. If we do, we die. Like, yeah, we're done. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, be, let's be a student of life, man. That's, that's what gets me excited is, is learning, learning from clients and other people and extraordinary people with stories. It's a lot yeah, of fun. Learning, learning and growing is fundamental. A river can run for a hundred years and be yeah. blue and crystal clear. But if it stops for even a few days, it's going to die. In a matter of two weeks, weeks it's going to be green, it's going to be smelly. It doesn't matter if it was running for like 200 years. I think yeah. it's the same for us. It doesn't mean if in the last 50 years we've been extraordinary, we've done great things, we've learned. If we stop and say, ah, that's it, I'm not going to learn anymore, even if it was possible. It's not, but even if it was, we're going to die very fast, internally at least. So what I really hope is that what, with what we're doing, 
we're gonna bring stories which are gonna empower people uh, help people grow uh, think something different and say hey didn't know that maybe this yep. can change my life that's really what i hope and maybe i can look at something a little differently now maybe i understand yeah. something a little more than i did before right and and maybe i can make a different type of decision better or worse but yeah, i can make a different type of decision based on what i learned and the stories that i heard think of think about for example like my grandparents grew up in the depression that happened you know almost 100 years ago right and and if you kind of equate it to kind of to what's happening right now the the thinking was around fear right most people were like scarce you know food was scarce money they, there were line, you know, long lines to get a loaf of bread and so forth and so on it kind of formulated everybody's feelings well don't you think that's kind of happening right now in a, in a different way in the same way for me pete the same exact way you know what what amazes me is that that that's exactly the point about stories if we learn and knew better about our stories about our grandparents grand grandparents too uh they lived the great depression they knew what it was like not to have their portfolio diversified to have gold and silver at hand to have cash assets they yeah. they had a risk a high risk portfolio and they lost it all, all almost lost it all and yeah. um, most people did actually and a lot of bad things happened suicides but 100 years later 2008 2022 it's happening all over again and did we learn something most people yeah. no they didn't but it's not only yeah. their fault i mean we didn't learn we didn't learn from the stories. We didn't learn from it. Hey, my great grandma lost almost lost everything in the Great Depression because she didn't have silver, gold, diversified portfolio. But they figured it out, right? They, yeah, they figured it out, and they were able to move on. And you know, we wouldn't be here today hadn't it not been for them figuring it out. Right? That's the point. That they did figure it out, but figured it out. We should listen to the stories more. That's the point. We should listen more to great grandma or grandma and say, I, I agree. And then, you know, yeah. not only that, but then there were the few people back then that saw what was going on as a great opportunity. Cause I mean, the greatest fortunes that ever existed were it's created during that time. Again. It's happening now. Again. You know, it's, it's how, how do we see that? How do we identify that? How do we hang around the people that actually see things that way? Would you like, would you rather hang around more people that, see things differently or that operate from in that fear zone where it's very limiting. That's a major point. If you hang around with people which are, there is a phrase, uh, a saying, which I like a lot. that says, if you are the smartest person in the room, you are mm -hmm. in the wrong room. I think I said it before. I like it because it says that if you, if you aren't, uh, if you're going out with people which are really uh, interesting, they stimulate your intellect, there is yeah. something wrong. You should always be around people which are better than you in some kind or another, some way or another. And like, for example, if you hang around with someone which really knows what's going on in the real estate, they can say, hey, you know that house selling for 500,000 bucks in Miami. Now that house, give it a year, with the, the recession we're having, it's going to be worth 80,000, 70,000, just like 2008. If you buy that, 2024, 25, it's going to be 600,000. Yeah. Now, somebody could say, ah, that's not going to happen. But 10 years ago, that's exactly what happened. So yeah. 14 years ago. So 
That's the point. But if you don't have that person, that knowledge, you're never going to know it. But if you stick around long enough with extraordinary people, guess what? You're going to know extraordinary things. You're going to listen to extraordinary stories and so on. That's the point. That's what makes it fun. Because if, if somebody can shorten our learning curve of life in some way and share those stories that are not, you know, the whole, the whole intrusive and the triggers and the, the, that, that whole feeling piece, right? It's like, no, just, just park that stuff a moment and listen and just, and just listen and share. That, that is what I want most out of. Uh, and I think that's what our, you know what, now, now that I'm getting it out, I think that is what everybody that wants to contribute to what's going on, that's the, that's the mission is to be able to communicate better and to be able to listen better. You know, God gave us two, two ears and one mouth for a reason, <laughs> right? So it, it's, it, that, that would be, in my opinion, uh, a great outcome for this. Yeah, what I say to everyone listening to this, go ahead, share your story, go out, talk with people, uh, speak your mind, speak your heart, say what you think. If we do so, and other people do it with us too, we're gonna learn so much faster. A lot of people are doing the same mistakes over and over and over again, and they sit down desperate and say, oh well, oh boy, how am I gonna change this? And they oh. just sit down, head in their hands, and they like they're not gonna figure it out, but it's, the answer is out, right out there. And it's yep. on the mouth of people, which have done it already. They went yep. through what you're going through. So, go out speak and listen speak and listen like you said god gave us a mouth in two years for a reason I like that. <laughs> uh that that's it we can communicate and we can learn so much more yeah it's just gonna work the, the whole communication piece is is definitely a uh it's a big challenge right now and especially because information is so readily available in all forms good like bad or ugly before. right like never before man we have got I, I had never would have believed, I, and I, I don't know if you remember the Encyclopedia Britannica, but having yeah. a rack of encyclopedias that you had to have to go look stuff up to do a report. I didn't do many of those, but I had I had the encyclopedias. Now we hold it in our pocket, and it's every, you know everything, any anything and everything is available to us at our fingertips, which is every single piece of data. It's, it's incredible. right there, and white web, in the dark web, deep web. So you have so many tools, but hey, we got to use it. Now, what I'd say is that if you're looking for an answer, you don't find it, go out there. The answer is right there. Just so it's not you. Someone else has it. You just have to go out there and listen to it. And it's going to be much easier. Well, a lot of people, I sad to see that they struggle like they're alone. Hey, in this world, we are many things. But with 7 billion people, we are not alone. That's no for sure. No way. I'd say, you know, and, and from, you know, and I'll take, I'll take this for a personal piece for a moment, but you know, when, when we talk about this, it's all of a sudden it's creating a feeling of being heard. It's like, somebody's going to listen to this and they're going to get impact. It's going to impact their life in some positive way. I guarantee it, you know, and that, that, that gives, that gives a really good, um, that gives a really good feeling, uh, inside when that happens, because, um, it's not, it's not about the amount of information, it's what you do with it. It's the actions that you take. That's when that emotion gets sparked 
and then the action comes from that. Yeah, I, you know how I would like to sum this up by mm. saying that you're not alone. I like to yeah. say this to all these people listening to us, and maybe that sometimes they think, hey, maybe I'm the black sheep. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe oh, I really man. should comply. I, I grew up thinking I was the black sheep of the family. Are you kidding me? Yeah, was I my, remember. Was my whole childhood thinking there was something wrong with me. <laughs> You're 100% right, man. But uh, if only, I mean, if only you had Freedom Fortress before, you know? <laughs> right, exactly. That, that could have made a difference. A lot of kids, young boys and girls, men and women, which really think different and they may think they're wrong. It's not, you're not wrong. You're special. You're extraordinary. You're doing something majestic. You're living life as it should be with your head working. Okay. You're using it. Actually, you're not complying right. blindly. I'm not saying that we shouldn't follow the rules always. I'm saying that you should think you shouldn't question yourself. You should go on and say, Hey, I'm not saying no. I'm just asking why. That's it. You know, why or what's possible, right? Or what's like, possible. Yeah. yeah, it's like challenging science. It's like science is science because it, it is always challenged. You yeah. always oh. have to challenge a theory, right? Who, who knows how many, how many times a theory might have gone out the window when something new was created or a new, um, new version of something was discovered, right? That's the beauty about it. And then our thoughts, man. Oh, my God. It's like, why is it illegal to think now? doesn't make sense. I have no clue, but that, that tickles me when we talk about science and I, and I read about those, oh, oh wait, was it a Forbes magazine when I've read mm. that, uh, you, uh, using your, um, questioning science when it's about health, it's not healthy, something like that. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to cry. You're insulting the last, what, 500 years of science Easily. progress <laughs> challenge. Is the key word of science. Come on. Challenge man. is the key word of science. That's right. No, I mean, it's 100%, man. That's, that's what makes science science. It's always evolving. It's never finished. It's never, it's never the absolute um, you know, standard. It's, it's, always, it's always changing. It's always changing. It's all a big question mark. But if they change that question mark into a fist, oh, boy, that's not working. But that's, not uh, working. that's what they're doing. When I read that, I want to cry. I'm like, oh, my God, Francis Bacon, where are you? Right. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Einstein, they're, they're all dead. Come on, come back to life. Do something. Uh, there, there are a lot of good scientists out there. A lot of them, which are doing a great work. They're putting their lives in danger too. To say, hold on, hold up, stop. Uh, we gotta think first. We, we gotta, gotta think about challenge it. science. It's not yeah. science. It's not a science. I mean, uh, no, it's not. There's no science. Not science. Stone, science right? is that the science is that it's always changing and it's always to be questioned. It's like it's like you, if you just put the thought in somebody's mind, like, hey, uh, you know, Torque, do you think that it's possible that our theory could be wrong, right? And as soon as you raise that question, now it must open it up for discussion, right? It and must. that's. It must. There's no. There's no option. But it's got to be now. Now it's open to discussion, and now the key is, how can I communicate to you what I think might be possible, without turning you into an ist? <laughs> yeah. Whatever ist. Uh, whatever ist. Right. Yeah. It's incredible. I think science is just like human life and human history. It's dynamic. It changes. It's questionable. It's yeah. unrecognizable at times. It's hard to see. It's hard to feel, but it's there. 
you just have to go out there and discover it. And I think that's exactly what you what we're going to do right now. So we're all very excited. We're going to bring a lot of people here. We're going to bring a lot of stories. And freedom is just like science. It's just like human life and history. It's dynamic 100%. too. There is no freedom is whatever it is, period. And whatever other idea you have has no value. That's not it. Freedom is dynamic. It changes over time. Uh, it's evolving. Freedom in the last, what, 800 years might have been freedom of movement, which, again, in the last two years, we'd have one or two things to say in regard, but I'd put that aside for a minute. <laughs> yeah, a little, yeah. little note there. But <laughs> today, freedom is about metaverse. Freedom is about economics. It's about cryptocurrency. It's about yeah. passport. It's yeah. so much more. Maybe in the, last, if in the next 10, 20 years, it's going to be about interplanetary movement. Who knows? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, to hang out with the people that you want to hang out with more that expand and grow your brain. I mean, that's that's where the fun and excitement comes back into life instead of feeling so constrained and so restricted. And, you know, hey, you're supposed to settle down and shut up and, and fall in line. Well, you know what? No, I don't think so. That's not for me. Yeah. So. No, no. I'm, I'm going to make my own line. I, I'm yeah, going to do exactly. something else. I want to see something else. I want to. I want to learn. I want to learn what other people, what other amazing people are doing, and who they're hanging out with, and and let's go. Let's go explore and learn and discover and question. Right. There are times where you get, where you're just gonna be like, sir, yes, sir. There are times where you gotta go out there, think with your head, and and really see the world with clear eyes, uh, no yes. filters, and no um, no falling in line without asking questions. That's yeah, that. That's a big. That's a big thing. So, I think we really are ready to start interviewing a lot, a lot of fantastic people. It's gonna be a, an amazing podcast. I'm really am excited. Really am. Uh, I mean, I, I like to start now. I, I mean, every time we record anything, half an hour, forty minutes, an hour, it's could be more. But uh, anyway, so Pete, I think we're ready to go. Uh, we're going to be here very, very soon with our first interview. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to say anything. Spoil it. I'm not going to spoil, spoil it. it. I'm not going to do anything. No spoilers. Absolutely. Uh, okay. I just shut my mouth. I'm not because I, I was going to, but I'm not. <laughs> tune in, tune in next time and, and see who we have pulled in to the hot seat. Right guys. We'll see you next time. So check it out. All the best.